1: At LuckyLandSlots.com Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions supply. From the home of the Bet bites podcast, this is Bet bites Golf with Dave Tindall. And James Butler. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm James Butler. And joining me is our legendary golf betting pundit, Dave Tindall. Mr. T, how are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you, James. A little bit uh, kind of wiped out by the US election, staying up to watch that. But I'm um, ready to go again. And we were close last week with Anuban Lahiri again, weren't we?
1: Well, he's our favourite, isn't he? When he when he comes to those kind of courses, he, he never lets us down. He always gives it a go, doesn't he? Even if he doesn't come up trumps for us, pardon the pun, um, on your election. night <laughs> connotations. I'm sure there's a few people in uh, in America that listen to our US PGA tips and well you've got a few weeks to wait by the looks of it before you get your president. You're going to have less long to wait before you get Dave's winning betting tips this week and it's Houston. The Houston Open. Dustin Johnson, fifteen to two. Tyrrell Hatton is at sixteen to one. Hideki Matsuyama, twenty to one. Tony Finau is twenty to one, and Brooks Kepka twenty-two to one. Twenty-two to one. Russell Henley, twenty-two to one for Scottish Scheffler. The rest are twenty-five to one or bigger. Um, and a new course, Dave.
0: Yes, a uh, new course this week, uh, which uh, always throws a little bit of uh, a spanner into the works because um, we had some decent course form at the other one. Didn't you play the other one, bizarrely?
1: I played there with my ex-brother-in-law and the right. I, I, I had a terrible round. And then I borrowed his three-wood because he'd got the good <laughs> clubs because he was in America. He lived there. He, he got the good clubs. I nicked his three-wood on the on the final fairway. And smashed it two, just over 200 yards right into the centre of the green. Six foot. Walked up to it, full of pride, with people look, looking out the clubhouse, and missed the putt. Oh, <laughs> wow! Well. Yeah, but when the pressure was on, the the gallery were there. I I, I bottled it. The putt, the putt missed.
0: It folded horribly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This week we're at Memorial Park Golf Course, uh, so we have been trying to find out um, what we can learn about that.
1: The reason we do it on a Wednesday, and it's quite late today, isn't it? So you, we've, you've had plenty of time to fill your brain with all the assorted press conferences, etc., and to maybe get a little bit more late information. Where, where's that taking you?
0: Yeah, well, um, we are late in the day, but to be honest, they've only just put up the uh, Wednesday press conferences, so it's been useful to uh, just kind of hang fire and, and see it out a little bit. So we've had Adam Scott, we've had Justin Johnson, we've had Brooks Koepka all come into the interview room, I think the main thing I've gleaned here is that the course maybe is going to be tougher than you think. Koepka had a hand in the redesign. I'll come um, on to him a little bit more um, later on. But he, he says, you know, the rough being the way it is, you've got to put the ball in the fairway. It's a very tough golf course. I think it's a second shot golf course. You really have to put a good strike on the ball, being able to spin it. Be good with your long irons. There's quite a few long holes. And then he goes on to say, you'll see some high numbers, especially if the wind gets up. It kind of resembles a little bit of the U.S. Open. And I think some people would say, I've done pretty good at that. Well, you can say that again. He's won the U.S. Open twice. <laughs> that, obviously, is good news um, for, for Kepka. Dustin Johnson reiterates that kind of thing. Um, he says, I, I think the golf course is going to play fairly difficult. It's a long golf course. You've got to hit a lot of mid to long iron. So On a venue, which I wasn't really sure. I thought I might be just another, you know, one of these new venues on tour where they come and take it apart. Maybe that's not the case, and maybe um, it's not just drive and wedge it onto the green. You've got to be a good long iron player, good ball striker. So I think it's going to be a a good test this week, and I think that helps to whittle it down a little bit. And obviously, I knew this already, but Kepka had a hand in the redesign of the course, so he's seen it and developed. He's seen all the, the kind of nuances of it, and obviously. With his quotes, he's kind of talking about himself, isn't he? says about the U.S. Open, record. as I say, he's won it twice. I think he thinks he can do really well here. He's had some time off with injury, but he came back with tied 28 at the CJ Cup last time, shot a decent middle rounds there, both 68. So I think at 22-1 to on a player who not that long ago was world number one, on a course he knows well, he's got a brilliant record in Texas, uh, which is another important factor this week, and I think at twenty two to one eight places william hill i think he he goes in and our us bet.
1: It's almost like he's done the podcast for us with those quotes, isn't it he's uh, he's put himself up um so if uh, if <laughs> this if this bet fails, listeners, blame Brooks Koepka, because he's actually established himself as our main punt this week, uh, obviously the masters next week dave how How much of this is players fine tuning their game for next week? Because, i mean we talked before about the majors. Obviously, having landed the winner in the last two majors, so make sure you listen next week, listeners. Players try to peak for the, the majors, don't they? So is it is this a case of fine-tuning the week before? or Are they all out to win this one to get confidence for next week?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, for a lot of them, it will be fine-tuning. But for some of them, um, you haven't been playing very much at all. It's going to be um, more just kind of getting some rust off. And I mean, to some extent, that applies to, to Kepka, although he did play a couple of weeks ago, so I'm fine with that. But a couple of players, that's helped me um, come up with a bet of coming to the interview room. Adam Scott and Dustin Johnson both suffered um, positive coronavirus tests. I mean, they were okay. They were sort of mild symptoms. But both go on to talk about how it's had quite an impact on their prep. Adam Scott's hardly played at all since August. So he's one who needed reps. And he talks about that. Dustin Johnson said he was brought out of his mind in a hotel room for 11 days, isolating, couldn't even, you know, go out and for the driving range or anything. He had to just stay indoors. He said he did nothing apart from watch box sets. So I think he feels he's a bit undercooked. So he's going to very much be using this week, as is Scott, as prep to get those reps in in time for Augusta National and the Masters next week. So I think those two are vulnerable. And handily, they're in a first round um, three ball bet with Tyrrell Hatton. And it, it couldn't have worked out any better, to be honest, because Adam Scott and Justin Johnson, I think are both going to be rusty. By contrast, Hatton, you could not find a better first round scorer. His last three opening rounds in events, 65, 65 and 66. So he's someone who's got a very recent habit of hitting the ground running. So he looks the ideal candidate to take those two on. Because it's DJ, Justin Johnson, you know, you're going to get a decent price on Hatton. So Hatton's 15 to 8 to win that first round three ball. Against Dustin Johnson and Adam Scott, and I think it's one I'm pretty confident in.
1: That sounds like a, a decent little bit of the thought process there that's led us to that bet. Would Would you look at Tyrrell Hatton to be the first round leader at sixteen to one? Or is that something else that somebody could maybe look at with those scores behind him?
0: You certainly could. I mean, yeah, it's just it does seem quite short, doesn't it? So sort of first round betting, I always like to play kind of bigger prices than that. He's a bit well. He's yeah. I think you're looking at the outright market there at sixteen. He's first round leader betting. He's 33 in a place or two, so he's, based on what he's done in recent times, yeah, you could look at that. Yeah,
1: you're quite right, I was on the wrong page. Yeah,
0: but I mean, outright as well, I mean, he's played such good golf of late. Of course, if they're talking about certain good ball strikers, good iron players, well, that's that's him. He's won at Wentworth recently, so he's certainly one to look at, but I think, again, he's going to have masters on his mind. I think these, you said earlier, do they, you know, is this prep? I think a, a lot of the time, you look at the winners of events before majors and you often find it's a bit of a chance for uh, someone to get to go in who isn't the biggest name or maybe someone who really needs to get something under their belt and yeah. I think that applies to Brooks Kepka this week. A lot of people say, oh, Kepka ignore him apart from the majors, but I was looking how he played uh, the week before previous majors. He was runner-up the week before the USPGA, so quite clearly he can focus on the here and now. And I think with the added element, he's got of wanting to do well on the course. He's had a he's had a bit of a hand in. I think uh, that kind of overrides everything else. So yeah, Kepka outright at twenty two to one, and Tyrell Hatton fifteen to eight to win his first round three ball.
1: Sounds good to me. There's an advert on the on the UK TV at the moment for the golf. What's it going to take to win an autumn Masters? Because it's never been played in the autumn before, and. My first reaction every time I see that advert now I just scream at the TV. The lowest score is probably going to do it, but the, the Masters is rather special, isn't it? It's certainly my favourite golf tournament to watch on the box, and that's next week, Dave Tyndall.
0: It is, yeah. I've uh, started to do some research um, for that. Can't wait as well. Yeah, I think the, the kind of quick takeaway from it being a November Masters, the it's course is going to play longer. It just will at that time of year. An event already where you're thinking I need a big hitter because that's the deal even more so, I think, in November. So if you're a bit of a shorty or a medium hitter, I think you've got it all to do. So, I mean, there are plenty of big hitters to go at, but I think I wouldn't stray too far from someone who gives it a good tonk off the tee. But that's next week.
1: That's all for next week. And it's something to certainly look forward to. I'm certainly looking forward to that one. So you do your work for next week and uh, we'll leave the listeners with your tips. Ab and Scott, Dustin Johnson, to be had by Tyrrell Hatton in the first round at 15-8. to 8, And Brooks Koepka, who's had a hand in designing the course in Houston, 22 to 1. Dave Tyndall. thank you. Thanks, James. And uh, however you bet, good luck with all of them. Make sure you gamble responsibly as well. And then we'll see you next week. As I say, we've landed the last two majors on the Golf Betting Podcast. So make sure you join us for the Masters Preview next week. We'll see you then. This is a Sports Betting
0: Media production. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. Follow us at BetBites on Twitter, and don't forget we release a brand new multi-sport BetBites podcast every Thursday. Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky.